8.16, the recent KT fire reminds all of us how difficult it's become to imagine life without free access to our mobile and internet devices, from social networks to games to research. Younger people are perhaps even more reliant on these things. But if so many kids are online, are we doing enough to to look out for them? Let's bring in child protection specialist Ms. Jasmina Byrne, Chief of the Policy Lab, UNICEF Division of Data Research and Policy, who's actually at the moment in Incheon as a speaker for the 6th OECD World Forum. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me this morning. And in fact... um, we, we might point out that uh, you'll be speaking on the topic of digitalization and child well-being. Today's the second day of the forum. How did it start off yesterday? It went quite well. We had uh, some high-level speakers and keynotes that set the scene about the future of well-being and what digitalization has to play, what kind of role of digitalization has to play. So my session is going to be on Thursday where we'll talk about the well-being of children and digitalization. Does this kind of forum where, you know, some great minds uh, and and some great thoughts, uh, perhaps even inspiration on these subjects, they they come to the fore, do they actually lead to policy changes and and practical impacts? I hope so. This is really an opportunity for all of us to, to examine what we know what we may imagine can come, but I think it's also an opportunity to learn from the policy challenges in the past so that we can really um, uh, draw some lessons from how to uh, better provide policy incentives but also uh, policy regulation when it comes to uh, the Internet and the future of technologies and so on. So, so clearly, yes, definitely. I think a lot of the discussions yesterday were around the fact that the policymakers need to invest more in policies that are concerned with the well-being of their citizens. And since I work for UNICEF, obviously, this is uh, something that is a major concern for us, the well-being of children. Well, occasionally I have the honour of being told by a parent that they listen to this show with their kids, like on their way to school uh, in the car, for example. So maybe this is an opportunity also for us to have a a direct impact on the digitalisation of homes, of which there are many in this country. So broadly speaking, what implications do we see from digitalisation on kids worldwide? Well, I think uh, what we see is that technology can really be uh, a determinant of equal opportunities for children because it it helps children access information, education, culture, cultural material. All these things are now available mostly online. Uh, so uh, any any kind of future occupation will uh, require some degree of digital digital literacy, and it can lead to appropriate employment opportunities for for young people given uh, if they have sufficient skills and literacies and technical knowledge. So obviously it's part of everybody's daily lives. Uh, and, and as UNICEF, we work uh, globally and uh, we are trying to ensure that uh, all children around the world have equal access to uh, digital opportunities, but also that uh, the Internet and digital devices that they are using are safe for, for their use, uh, the data, data is protection, the, the privacy is uh, respected, and so on. When you talk about safety, what, what are your main concerns, if you could spell them out for us? 
Well, um, I used to work in the Office of Research before I joined our policy team, and a lot of the work we've done was actually research with children directly. In 15 countries, we ran an initiative called Global Kids Online. And uh, really what we found that uh, are some of the key concerns that children have online and where they experience harm is related to uh, bullying online, uh, to hate speech. It's related to... um, to accessing inappropriate and harmful contact, um, uh, content uh, being contacted by people who they don't know. Often children make friendships online and there's nothing uh, bad with that and uh, they make uh, contact with people they haven't met in person, uh, sometimes through playing online games or exchanging messages. But the real problem is when these Uh, children cross these boundaries and when sometimes they get into uh, direct encounters with those people that they don't know uh, offline and they don't uh, have sufficient precaution to know who these people are and who they are meeting. So there were situations like that happening in many countries. However, this is a very uh, small percentage of of children who actually get exploited and abused in such a way. What really affects children most, uh, as they tell us, is um, risk of, uh, of, of bullying, hate speech, where people are not kind to each other. And I think we as adults have a very important role to play, to be role models to our children uh, about how we actually use the Internet and how we behave respectfully online. My own experience would suggest to me that the most common risk that I see around me of, for kids, though, is is just getting completely addicted to to games for example or social media and not allowing much time for for anything else whether that be physical activity homework engaging in in a traditional social way and i i'm not sure if we really know the full impact of that yet no you're absolutely right i mean first of all i would say we we tend not to use the word addiction in UNICEF because it's really no proof that uh, that is really an addiction. But there is an issue of excessive use of Internet or children playing games um, for for hours and hours. Some of the studies that were conducted um, in some countries showed that the the effect of children playing games, uh, let's say, or using Internet for several hours uh, are very minimum for their uh, well-being. However, negative effects. However, we don't know much about the positive effects. We know that games can, for example, help, uh, especially interactive games, can can help build some skills uh, among children, and those are collaborative uh, work, um, multitasking, uh, quick thinking, and critical thinking. But you're right, it also uh, crowds out some other activities that are very important for child development, which is play, going out, socializing with friends face-to-face, having enough sleep. Um, I think uh, that, and and I, uh, the, the reason why I'm here, and I want to make a plea also today, uh, tomorrow, to the international community, to the researchers, and to private sector, to really invest in doing some longitudinal research around the impact of excessive and long-term use of technologies on children. What does it mean in the long run? Is it going to affect cognitive and brain development of children or not? Particularly young children who start using. Uh, these games when they're two. 
And uh, as a society, we need really to understand this impact better before we make any uh, harsh judgments. And I think a lot of the parents, obviously, I'm a parent as well, are worried about these things. And our immediate reaction is to ban use of Internet or to limit the use of Internet. And often um, what our research show is, uh, shows is that these restrictions are not necessarily very positive for children. Right. They, they limit their ability to develop uh, skills that they need, as I mentioned earlier. And, and as we know, most young people uh, react quite negatively to anything that is a ban. Uh, I, I worked a lot on also uh, research related to parenting, and my message to parents is that the traditional parenting values that existed before children were so much immersed in technologies are relevant also today. And that means establishing a positive contact, uh, having conversation with your ch child about what they do during the day, even what they do online, uh, providing enough space to them, but also having this really close relationships and trust. Absolutely makes perfect sense to me as a parent as well. Miss Jasmina Byrne, good luck this week with everything you're doing there at Inchon. Thank you so much for this interview and uh, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Jasmina Byrne, Chief of Policy Lab at UNICEF. And no matter what governments around the world do, whatever restrictions they try to impose, I think we all know kids will be given smartphones belonging to their parents or computers bought by their parents or tablets or whatever it is. And its parents are on that front line of implementing these policies, uh, paying attention, having a conversation. Some great advice there from our speaker. Uh, you can also get in touch with us through a digital platform at EFM This Morning on Twitter if you'd like to do it that way.